enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, you're listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am here today with my fabulous co-host, Mark Phelan. Buenos dias, señorita. Here we are. And, you know, I have a confession to make, and I'm hesitating because Mark is texting or doing something. ¿Cómo? What are you doing on your phone? I was turning down the sound so we're not disturbed. I'm a professional. Okay, I'm t- Telling you, man, the problems that we have with with our phones and These technology. So here's my confession. So, so Mark and I get together on Friday nights. Uh, he comes over. We do this face to face, which you might notice we talk over each other. But you can't do that when you're doing it over the phone or you're doing it over Skype. Not. So we like to look at each other face to face. We like to have that interaction, and we usually will, you know, have dinner right because it's late at night. We've been working during the day, so we get together and we'll have dinner and wine so oftentimes not always actually we don't have wine always no but we have had wine tonight two or three times we yes and so tonight yeah we've had a couple of glasses of wine that's right so we're apologizing i am apologizing for both of us ahead of time no need to apologize in vino veritas in wine there's truth Uh aha okay i just wanted to put that out there and we can still do a good show if not, I won't publish it. And she'll hit the, the snooze button on me like she's already copped to anyway. So Yes, I do the editing. I do it all myself. I'm able to silence, you know, different footage. So I can silence Mark at times when I don't really like the things that he said. But I, I silence. There no, are that's... people in life that would have loved to have that ability uh, as well. Wouldn't it be great if we could have a silence button for mm-hmm. our partner? Right, we just have a little button a little that we get to like, yeah. <laughs> Let's put our partner on mute. That would be good. I wish I could put my cat on mute. In the movie Arrival, uh-huh. the French director. Right. I saw the movie with you. Yes. And we're speaking about Amy Adams. Right. And she's a very feisty actress. She's talking to the French director. French director's got a heavy accent. And she's going on and on and on. And he goes, Amy, you should stop talking because I stopped listening five minutes ago. <laughs> and he can get away with that, right? Because of his the accent. the brilliance of if every guy could say that. Or girl, backwards. It could work both ways. But I'm telling you, he gets away with it because of his accent. You might as well stop talking. I stopped listening five minutes ago. Yeah, it probably wouldn't go over in a lot of relationships. But I think healthy ones, it could. So Mm -hmm. we have not even told our listeners what we are talking about today. We are talking about needs and wants or needs versus wants. It's such a big topic when I think about relationships or life, like what do we need? What do we want? And I have had a lot of different versions of this, you know, as a therapist and also as a human being, like, what do I really need? You know, and the whole idea of, well, maybe what we really need is shelter, food, water, right? Air. You know, maybe everything else is just a want. And as a good therapist, you charge for each one of those. (laughs) But I actually do think that, no, needs are so subjective. And if they're needs that we have, I think to just acknowledge what they are, to be able to communicate it to our partner, not like I need for you to, mm. or you, even worse, you need to do it yes. this way. What a difference. Just the semantics right there. I need versus you need to do this. It's like, no, if you 
started it off by saying, I need you to do this for me. Whole of different words of openness. And I think I'll think about what you just said versus you need. And as soon as I hear that, what? I'm sorry. Mute. Yeah. You need to do this and you need to do that. And then we become a parent, which is very Mm -hmm. anti-erotic. And it also just feels really bad, I think, on both ends. And we're that person telling the person what they need to do. And it certainly doesn't feel good on the receiving end either. And even like, hey, I need this and I need that. That can be problematic too. But I think if we get really clear about what our needs are, in other words, maybe I need to feel loved. That makes sense. If I'm going to be in a loving relationship with you, then I need to feel loved. And so for me to feel loved, here are some things that you can do. It's language and communication. Yes. If someone's saying you need to me, the only way it was going to work is if it's like a golf coach and he said, you need to keep your elbows tight. You need to have his backswing. Those things make sense because the you needs are helping me versus you need as almost a demand and order. Yes. And that is, is no way to communicate. No. And it is. It's parental. You need to do this and you need to do that. And again, we're not going to respond very positively to that, at least not for the long term. No. It's not a sustainable way and certainly not a way of communicating that is going to make us feel closer to our partner. And even again, it's like, okay, here are some needs that I have. And then when we get clear about how we can get those needs met and be able to communicate that, it can be really helpful. So a need a lot of people have is they need sex. I need sex. I need to have sex four times a week. And if we get really honest about that, okay, so what is it you actually need? Is it sex or is it affection? Is it intimacy? Is it connection? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are those needs? How can they be met? Sex is one way. Uh, Maybe it's pleasure. So maybe there's some other ways that those needs can be met. And it's important for the person who has the needs to understand that. So one, they can be receiving it in other ways and, and being in some state of gratitude or appreciation when it doesn't show up exactly the way that they imagine it should be or expect it to be. And, you know, to let the person, other person know, gives them some options and some ways to show up that can feel really authentic and loving. So it really is an important thing. And what I have my clients do when they come in is I have them think about their shoulds, their shoulds and their expectations. What are the things that you think your partner should do? What are the things that you expect from them? We all have them, but you know, they're not so helpful. But when we can really break those down and think, okay, are those things needs, which are necessary, or are they desires? Mm-hmm. And to be able to get clear about that. And sometimes, you know, we don't, they're not even important at all. But to be able to communicate that is really an important thing in a relationship. I mean, what would you say some of your needs are in relationships? Yeah, you bring up a great topic is the idea of needs and wants versus I need to have affection. I need to have someone listen. I need to have someone be supportive. The wants are right there. The wants are desires that, okay, you know, I really would like to jump your bones right now. But it's yeah, also, it might feel like a need. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the idea that it's going to be voluntary and the desire part is coming from a need, it's almost internal. It's like I just looking, oh, man, I'd like to jump your bones. That's an internal desire that turns into a want versus I want this, I want that. It becomes demands. And when demands happen, right. it just loses all intimacy. It loses all connection. It turns, like we said, parental, but like a boss, 
We don't respond well to demands. No. We do respond well to request. And so what I talk about in my practice, and I try to live this way as well, is when you have something that you want or need, to be able to put it in the form of a request. It's like, hey, I would love it if you could do this, or this would make me really happy. Would you mind? And when we do it that way, as opposed to a demand, okay, you have to take the dog out for a walk, or you have to go pick up some milk, or you have to have sex with me tonight. When there are demands, we don't respond well to that. Nobody does. And so, you know, if we want to get what we want, the best way to do it is to be able to put it in the form of a request. And this doesn't just go for people in relationships. This is really important if you are seeking a relationship. For you to get really clear and make that distinction between your needs and your wants. You may want somebody who is over six feet tall, who has... I'm 6'2", by the way. (laughs) Thank you for letting us all know that. Um, You know, somebody who makes a certain amount of money or somebody who lives in a certain place. Well, you can't have it all, right? Um, You know, so you might have this list of some desires. And it's good to be clear about Mm -hmm. those too. But it's also really important to make that distinction between the absolutes, the requirements, the the Mm must-haves, the needs, as opposed to the desires. You know, somebody who's honest, somebody who's happy, somebody who is appreciative. Have you seen the commercial for Match.com right now? And there's a guy on the street... Talking to girls. So what are you what are you looking for in a man? I want a sense of humor, someone who's loyal, somebody who's sweet. I want them. Now the needs, like you brought up originally, mm-hmm. food, shelter. I need food. I need to eat something during the day. I need to have shelter. What do I want? Do I have to have a five star penthouse? Hmm. Is that a want? It would be nice. Yes, it'd be fabulous. But it's not something I need. Right. I, it's something I would like to have. It's like a Bentley versus just a car. Well, but if you but if you're thinking about a relationship, somebody who's loyal, I would say that might be a need. Oh yeah, right. there's certain there's yeah. certainly deal breakers. That's it. It's requirements. Right. It's like mm-hmm. if I, if these are not characteristics or traits that somebody has, then I cannot spend my life with this person and and be my authentic loving self. Mm-hmm. And so for for me to be in a relationship with somebody. You know, by the way, we don't really importantly, this is important, want to to ask for more than we're willing to give. Right. So if we want somebody who's loyal and honest, we need to be that person. Right. If we are that person, we'll usually attract somebody like well, that. And as you well. also have to be realistic. And I always go back to one topic that always is, is resonates, and it works for men and women. If you're dallying about with a married person and you want them and you have these Even needs. you're single, they're married to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Okay. And so you're putting yourself in a position where you want to be the next person. I want you to leave your wife so you can be with me. Okay. Say, for instance, they do it. What is the thing that's going to keep them from just following that pattern once again? So the needs and wants of loyalty, well, maybe not, because you met somebody who wasn't being loyal when you met them. Yeah. So, you know, we need to be clear about these things, and that's why we're talking about it. And it really does help whether you are seeking a relationship, whether you're in a relationship. And by the way, a lot of people feel that their partners should just know what it is that they want and they need. They should just know, and therefore, you shouldn't have to make any request, right? Shouldn't have to tell them, shouldn't have to make any request, shouldn't have to communicate because they should know. They should know because they love you. And that's not accurate. No, people don't know. Sometimes we do need to communicate things. Now, I mean, 
we could say it's fair to say that you know, it seems like a fair assumption that they might know that you don't want them to lie and cheat. That seems pretty fair Mm -hmm. Uh, or, you know, treat you badly. But we're talking about simple things sometimes like, oh, yeah, he should know that I like to receive flowers on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I'm not going to ask. And so sometimes we do need to ask. And the same thing goes with sex. We have needs and we have wants when it comes to being able to enjoy a good sexual experience. I call that conditions for good sex. And we need to know what those are. Most people aren't even really aware of what they are. Mm-hmm. Either their list is way too big. Right. It's like I need, you know, I need the lights to be this way and I need you to be this way and I need to have this, I need to be at this weight and I need to have this kind of music and the dishes need to be washed and the kids need to be out of the house. and the, So some people have this really long list. Like I can't have sex unless... I need to be all of these things. And you're things. taking all the lust and romance and just... Right. And there's just and nothing. that big balloon is now just this little thing sitting on a table going, well, it used to be ready to go. <laughs> right. No mas. So you need to be clear about that. But there are times that we do have needs. So there are many people who cannot enjoy sex unless they and their partner are clean. I mean, we've talked about the old taking a shower together. Which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but there's some people... It doesn't matter. It's not important to them. But there are some people they cannot enjoy themselves mm-hmm. unless that is the case. But that, you brought up the perfect example. This is when you take a need and a want and turning it into something a positive. Even if the other person, eh, I'm fine. I'll take a shower. No, you really want to take a shower. I guarantee <laughs> you, you're going to like it. Now yeah. you get your needs it met. This turns me on. Exactly. I can relax and enjoy it more. you're getting your need and want met. At the same time, you're embellishing the whole experience. Exactly. First, like, okay, you're gonna take a shower? No, you have to take a shower. I mean, right now. No, you, I don't care when you took it. You take it. Oh, good. It's God. how right. It's all in the delivery. It's in the delivery. But we also need to be clear about what those conditions are, what those needs are. And there are some people, and again, it's all very subjective. There's no right or wrong here. There's some people they just cannot mm-hmm. have an enjoyable sexual experience if the dishes are not washed. They just, they just can't, they can't relax. Now we could say, now, come on, does that really matter? And that's what their partner might say. Like, you know, but see there again, screw if the, the guy dishes. is smart, if it's, it's, you're presenting it to me, guess what I'm going to do? You're going to wash those dishes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Before you even have to say a word, Shh, what's that? Oh, that's the dishwasher. It's loaded now and yeah. it's working. You know, Mark, it would Duh. really turn me on if you would wash the dishes. Hello. <laughs> guess what? I just did it. Oh, you did. Yes, baby. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's it's that communication, common sense. And the worst thing you want to hear is, you should know that's what I want. Unless yeah, or I've you shouldn't it. feel that way. Exactly. That's not important. You're diminishing an emotion. <laughs> right. That emotion can be plus as lust and love. And you can diminish an emotion by dismissing it saying, oh, in my mind, it doesn't matter. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> Mr. Johnson's going to take a nap. Yeah, I think we all want to feel heard. We all want to feel understood and validated. And to be able to have these conversations. But again, we need to first have our own self-awareness, the things that we need, the things that we want, what's important. And then we need to know how to communicate Mm -hmm. it. And to be able to do that, and not always easy, especially when it comes to sex. Maybe there's some things that you like that really turn you on. And uh, maybe you're just afraid to say something. You're afraid you're going to be judged or you're a little embarrassed by it. We need to be able to have that open communication and it is intimacy all by itself and there it is you plan a nice meal you don't have to make it you can order in dishes are now in the dishwasher 
Open up the bottle of wine, sit down, and start talking about it. And slowly but surely... It's foreplay. We talked about that last week. You slowly but surely are talking about it, and this would be good. Hey, you're loosening up, and this would be great. And then you could kind of rub my shoulders. You're doing that. All of a sudden, you're in the mood like gangbusters, and in the process, you're learning all these things that you never have to talk about again because you already are. Well, you may have to talk about it again. Oh, no. <laughs> if it's turning people on, it's right. fabulous. Right. But as far as the needs and wants, now you bank in that information. So, you know, the next time, don't even have to say a word. Okay, I'm going to go into the other room. Guess what? Those dishes are going to get washed so fast. Yeah, and then there's no right and wrong. Right. You know, it's some people maybe need to have a lubricant, or maybe they need a sex toy, or maybe they need to have their nipple stimulated to enjoy sex. I enjoy that very much. <laughs> no judgment. There, really, it's like whatever it is that, that you need or that you want, your partner really does want to know. And I do understand that those are difficult conversations sometimes. It does require some amount of vulnerability. But, you know, when you think about good relationships, and good sex, vulnerability is a part of that. And if you're trying to stay safe and you're trying to live in certainty, you know, your relationships, whether they're relationships that you're seeking or relationships that you're in or sex that you want to have, they're not going to be as rich and enjoyable. And the experience is not going to be nearly what it can be when you open up to somebody and let them know those things. Is it risky? Is it difficult? Yes. Oftentimes, yes. Think how silly it is. Is You're willing to get naked with someone, be intimate, have sex with them. As intimate moments as you can possibly have, but you're too shy to say words that talk about the same subject, but you're willing to do the act. Right. Isn't that, it's, it's kind of silly it's, when you think about it. It's silly when you think about right. it, and people do it all oh, the yeah. time. They're afraid to talk about birth control. They're afraid to talk about STDs or condoms. Or what you really like right. or don't like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, can you do it this way? Because they're either embarrassed about speaking up that way, or they're afraid they're going to hurt their partner's feelings. You know, there's all of that involved. And, yeah, I mean... If you are going to have sex with someone, you're going to have that level of intimacy, wouldn't it make sense and wouldn't it be a great thing to know that you can talk to them? I mean, you know, call me old-fashioned, but I think that okay, that's you're a... old-fashioned. No, give me an old-fashioned. I think that's either. a positive On thing. So needs and wants come in so many forms. It, it, so whether, again, to be clear about the kind of partner that you're looking for, to be clear about maybe the things that you need in your life to get to where you want to be or how you want to be or what you want to have, to have the kind of relationship that you want to have or have the kind of sex that you want to have. People don't really think about it necessarily in this way, but I'm talking about this because I find that when I do talk about this with people that I'm working with, it's extremely powerful and sometimes can really shift their way of thinking in in pretty powerful ways, such a simple concept. The communication is so huge. A perfect example, say for instance, beginning relationship, you want to take it to the next level of getting more intimate and things. So you're going to invite someone over for dinner. What's the most common sense thing you would think about doing? What's the first question you'd ask? Do you have any preferences? Bingo. Anything you Is can't eat? Is there anything eat? you like or don't like? Right. I don't particularly like super spicy food. Now, if we don't have that conversation and you make this unbelievable pico de gallo that is just flaming way caliente. Buffalo wings. Well, well, you're going to make this unbelievable Suicidal buffalo wings, right. And all of a sudden I come in, I'm like, 
I got steam coming out of my ears, and I'm hating every single But like you said, I wouldn't even probably consider not asking you that. Exactly, because we're in the business of communication. But on the subtlest, simplest things like that, why wouldn't you not talk about it? Right. Do you want to spend an afternoon researching an Ethiopian regional dialect to come up with this amazing menu that is all this wonderful food if you happen to love super spicy food? If you don't, you're going to hate it. You don't want to do that. You want to be in a position of knowledge. Knowledge is power. And then you can help great it is. You know, I happen to love, you know, Mediterranean cuisine, anything Italian, those kind of things. Awesome. I got it. Thank you. I got it yeah. covered. Or I really Hopefully. love a lot of foreplay and a nice long massage and using some coconut oil, or I'm really in the mood for, you know, just making out tonight. And to, if people could talk about sex or even their emotional needs or desires, the way they talk about food, that would be beautiful. And then you can not only get that knowledge, you get the, the next level of information, that inside scoop of knowing Oh, it's going to be a great night because I got a candle. I got some coconut oil. I'm going to give her a massage. I'm, I'm researching all these little great PowerPoints and pressure things. So I know I'm going to be able to deliver the goods. At the same time, I know she's going to be going, how considerate is this guy who's going once the information, now he's delivering on it. This is awesome. This is the kind of person I want to spend time with and vice versa. Yeah. Tell me what you want from me. Tell me what I can do. Tell me what you need. Mm -hmm. And again, not just sexually, but in our life, like we're having a bad day. Hey baby, I can see you're having a bad day. You seem a little cranky. Tell me what you need from me. What can I do for you? As opposed to what the hell's the matter with you today? Right. <laughs> right. So oh, is it that time with the man? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Your that's favorite. the always winner. Um, yeah, when we can really show up for our partner as a partner and and be there for them and let them know that, hey, just tell me what you need. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Even tell me what you want. And we certainly want to be able to have it both ways, right? I always talk about relationships being give and take, meaning that you want to have that back and forth. So we both give 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give 100% to you, and you're going to give 100% to me, although... You know, there are often times when we're not our best selves and we're not giving 100%. So like I tell my couples, you know, one person has to live high. One person at least shows up. If the other person isn't, the other person isn't their best self that day for whatever reason, then the other person can be. And if we just can do that, which is so much easier said than done, Mm -hmm. it's a practice. uh, The relationships are just so incredible. That sweet word consideration. If you find out... Say your partner, okay, there was a wreck on the 405, and you're literally stuck in traffic for an hour and a half, going nowhere, and now you're an hour behind, and the stress builds up. You don't start laying out the list of wants and demands when they walk in the door. You think, consideration, you know what? I have a nice little bottle of wine. Candles are going to lit soft. Just relax. Don't say a word. And Taking you start care of each other, exactly. basically, you start is what you're saying. the old back yeah. rub kind of thing. Just... just And we can take care of each other best when we know what it is that our partner wants and needs. Mm -hmm. Because to be clear about this, our partner's wants and needs, more often than not, are different than ours. Exactly. And that's At any given time, absolutely. I mean, it's really important because we think, oh, our partner needs this. We think, oh, that's not important. What do you need that for? We don't even think of it because it's just so not important to us. So if our partner needs to have the dishes washed, for example, before they can enjoy sex, we can just 
you know, negate that or invalidate their feelings and say, well, that's not important. Yeah, or bitch about it. Right. Really? We have to watch this. By the time you finish bitching about it, it could have been done. Yeah. Why even bring it up? Just do it. But again, it's, it's really, I think, honoring somebody else's... Respecting them. Yeah, honoring and respecting somebody else's needs, somebody else's desires, and being able to have the... I think the intention of wanting to know these things and asking those things and, again, to really be there for them. But, again, we also need to be aware of what our needs and wants are. Sometimes all of our shoulds become expectations, and we live with those shoulds and expectations, and we're walking around disappointed all the time because our partner isn't doing it. Mm -hmm. And when we get really clear about that and we can express it and communicate it in a loving way to be able to get what we want so they can hear us, it works much, much better that way. So that's my action step to you listeners to think about whether you're looking for a relationship, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're in a relationship that you just want to be able to have maybe more satisfying sex or more enjoyable sex. Really make that list. And it can be a literal list that you're writing out or it could be a mental list. What are those those needs? What are those wants? To be clear about those and to talk about that with your partner. And again, maybe to think about not just the, the need, but different actions that they can take to show you that need. If your need is to feel taken care of, what are some specific behaviors that your partner can do? And you can make that request. It is actually a gift. So the truth is, if you say it in the right way, these are things that your partner wants to know. If they're put out as, you know, we talked about demands, um, mm-hmm. you know, criticisms, that doesn't work. And so people say, all the, but I've told them a million times. I've told yep. them over and over and over again, and nothing has changed. It's like, yeah, how did you communicate it? Really? You, you didn't tell. You pretty much demanded. Right. There's the difference. Right. So that's my action step for you to think about those things. Talk about these things with your partner or see if you're seeking a new relationship and you're dating. You know, it's important to also let some of those things be known. You know. In the, exactly. in the right time. So, salute. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, everyone. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>